This is Money, Motivation, and Mike, and I am your host, Michael Wainwright. In charge of all the mothership and the audio engineer is Jason Wright. And hello to you, world. This is the show that will change your life. You can contact us at info at mx3.vip and find all of our content at mx3.vip or on the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at mx3podcast. And don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, and hit the icon bell to get notified of all of our content, which comes out every Monday morning around 9 o'clock. And hello to you, Jason. And we got another great show for us today. Hello to you, world. Hello to... The Dallas Texans, Jason, our our new piece here on our table. For those of you listening, uh, we we always adding stuff to our to our um, table here that we work off of in the studio. And today we have a 1960, not from the 60. It's a replica. We have a 1960 Dallas Texan football helmet. And as most of you may or may not know, and as a matter of fact, starting starting on this episode today, uh, Jason, I asked five people who the Dallas Texans were. And they said, well, now they're the Houston Texans, which is incorrect. Mm-hmm. And, and then somebody said that they were a team in the past that played in the World Football League or something, and that was incorrect as well. And I was really surprised to find out as popular as the Kansas City Chiefs have been yeah. over the last six, eight years, that people did not realize that the Kansas City Chiefs are the Dallas Texans. Yeah, and, see, I actually didn't know that. Now, I when you asked me, I did not know that that was their logo, but yeah. I knew that the Dallas Texans went yes. on to Kansas City. Yes, so they were the Dallas Texans for the first three years, and really, you know, Lamar Hunt, who the, the Hunt family still owns the team, and they're they're Dallas folks. That's why back in 1959 they were trying to get an NFL franchise, which was eventually awarded to Clint Murkison of the Dallas Cowboys, but uh, the 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 Texans shared the cotton bow with the Cowboys in those first three years. And in 1962, led by Hall of Famer Lynn Dawson, the Dallas Texans won the AFL championship. So I want you to think about that. They win the AFL championship and still move because they're not as popular as the Dallas Cowboys. Now, of course, the Cowboys played the NFL. The NFL is a much popular brand, been around for decades, than the AFL. But as we all know, the AFL grew and turned into the merger of 1970 and started up the Super Bowl in 1966. But nevertheless, um, Dallas Texans are in the house today. There's the helmet. We uh, uh, there, there's a lot of Tex. There's a lot of Kansas City Chief fans in Dallas. When the Kansas City Chiefs f- visit the Dallas Cowboys, there is a lot of red in the stands because going back to those old days of them remembering the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I still think it'd be cool to have two teams in Dallas, Texas. And one of the hotbeds of football is in Texas. You got to remember the Southwest Conference was made up of nothing but Texas teams except for Arkansas Razorbacks. That was the only team outside of Texas that made up the old Southwest Conference that stood around for 75 years that the winner played in the Cotton Bowl every year. Uh, so, and we all know what high school football is, not only in Texas, but North Texas. But nevertheless, Kansas City Chiefs used to be the Dallas Texans, and they really are the charter member of what we now know as the AFC because their owner invented the league. So obviously he was the first team to be put into the league. Now that day, and I don't know that yet. Can I, if, if people remember, I've got an AFL merger, uh, uh, a topic down that I want to discuss in the future, but 
Maybe that day they voted on five, six teams, uh, you know, the Oakland Raiders and the Denver Broncos. And at that time, the San Diego chart. No, you know what? They were the Los Angeles Chargers. Went to San Diego, now back in Los Angeles. So, you know, there were, there were, there were, there were, there were different teams that were a part of that charter. But obviously, as Lamar Hunt's putting this league together, his team's going to be the first team, which is the Dallas Texans, or which was the Dallas Texans, which is the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, our listening audience, thank you once again for all the things you continue to do and what you do as you listen and you view. And our views are uh, going out the roof, Jason. And I, I love getting on here. And people think that we talk a lot about what is going on with our viewing and listening audience and what it's doing is it's continuing to grow. And Jason, just in the last 28 days, our viewing audience is up 38% from the previous 28 days. Now, those those percentages continue to drop because our numbers continue to rise. You know, you can't double every week for the rest of your life. Uh, it's, it's hard to go from a million to two million. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's easy to go from one to two. And and I think everybody understands that 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 strategy, but hundred virtually right at one hundred and fourteen hours of watching time over the last twenty eight days. Show continues to grow, uh, right at twenty thousand audio listeners because a lot of people uh, are more are becoming interested in watching our show. Now, of course, mm-hmm. you got to be in front of a uh, of some kind of device to be able to watch it, such as uh, your computer. And I don't know, maybe a lot of people are watching us on their phones. Uh, now, nevertheless, a lot of people are watching our show. And uh, of course, a lot of people have always listened to our show. So once again, thank you very much for continuing to, to support Money, Motivation, and Mike and, and moving on right on down the road. Now, one, one funny thing. I got some emails this week on the Texas Rangers. You know, Texas Rangers are now in the, in the American League Championship Series and why we haven't discussed the Texas Rangers. Now, of course, everybody's mad that are Dallas Cowboy fans because they got blew out last week mm-hmm. by the, the, the four-and-a-half-decade rivalry of the mm-hmm. San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. And I was, I, I was pointed out that, um, that they went on the Internet, like this person that sent me this email didn't really know all the history behind the Mavericks, the Rangers, uh, the Stars, you know. The, the, the generations now that are being involved in everything, when we're just talking about sports right at this moment, is they don't know all the history like what we know. Now, we, were, we, we, we did not have all the distractions growing up that some other generations did. So we did a lot of this stuff, and I love history, and I love knowing where it started and what their foundation is. You know, just like this this Dallas Tech, uh, Texan uh, helmet that we're looking at here today. But I, I received an email that said the Mavericks have been to the conference finals four times over the last twenty years, as late as just the year before last, which is twenty twenty two. That now we're fixing to start up the the second season since they were there, and we know the stars were in the. Uh, conference finals last year got beat by the Las Vegas Knights and Knights went on to win the Stanley Cup and the Rangers are now back in the American League Championship Series for the third time since 2010 the Stars have been in the conference finals uh, well they've been in the conference finals twice in the last three years because in the last five years the Stars have been beat by the St. Louis Blues won Stanley Cup uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup the Las Vegas Knights won the Stanley Cup. You can you can see that the teams that they have been beaten by in the finals, um, and and the Blues Blues Conference was a first rounder. But the teams that have been beating them have been winning the Stanley Cup. 
And this person mm-hmm. told me that they went to the internet and did their research. They said the problem was we really didn't have an internet the last time the Dallas Cowboys made a championship. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> made a championship game. So. <laughs> Oh, our poor Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Okay, well, mm. Jason, I was, you know, we we've been we've been talking a lot about uh, political things, and you know, kind of starting with that old reaction video we had here a couple of months ago, and I was looking at some stuff, and I got an article, and it was sent to me, and I, I was intrigued by it, and it had to do with Donald Trump, and this article is was published by CNN. Uh, and the uh, it was published by CNN and and basically written by Zachary B. Wolf here just um, about a week ago, and and I was very intrigued with it because as we know, Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump, continues to be the leading candidate for the Republican Party. Does not attend has not attended a debate yet. Is not really out there in the flow with all the other candidates, he's kind of doing his own thing. And it's obviously working. Mm -hmm. And not only is Donald Trump right now probably the, well, he is the front runner, according to statistics and and, and national polls, the leading candidate for the Republican nomination, he's probably the leading candidate to become president of the United States. Now, is that because of Trump or is that because uh, he may be running against Biden, et cetera? So this man has survived indictments. He has survived impeachments. He has now, and from what it looks like, he has survived January the 6th. Now, he may not survive January 6th in a, in a court of law. He has to this point, but he has survived it in the um, public opinion, let's yeah. say. Yeah. So this article that came out, uh, it's, it's part of CNN politics. Once again, Mr. Wolf put this article out, and it's the 24 former Trump allies and aides who turned against Trump. All right. There is no list longer of any one time politician, especially a former president who has more people who have turned against him in his political career. So how is he continuing to be the most spoken voice in U.S. politics right now. I mean, he's he's just covered as much, if not more, than the President of the United States. He's covered more than Congress, uh, the House, I mean, it, it, the, the, the Supreme Court. He is the number one focal point of most political conversations. What is Trump doing or what is not Trump doing? He's, he's helping us, he's hurting us. And as we were talking off the air, is he... How has he continued to stay this popular with all of this negative press that he gets? Of course, he goes out and creates his, his positive press. And I haven't looked at the rallies lately, but it seems like when he shows up at a rally and does a rally, there's still a ton of people there. And, oh, yeah. you know, we, 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 uh, we've talked about going over this January the 6th deal again, and, and we will. But this is um, this has caught my attention and it made me start thinking about you see all these things. Cause see the, the, the list I'm fixing to go over here of these 24 people, including his longest serving white house chief of staff, which was retired Marine general, John Kelly, who delivered an incredible 
rebuttal of Trump's personality and leadership in an on-the-air interview with CNN's Jake uh, uh, Tapper here just recently. But he's still the front-runner for the GOP nomination of 2024. Uh, with all of this stuff that's at his doorstep, uh, I'm, uh, the, the Florida deal is still ongoing. I mean, it's, it's, it's on and on and on. And he's still the guy, which, mm-hmm. is, which is just a mind-boggling thing. When we'll go back to Gary Hart running there in the late 80s, uh, was going to run against uh, Reagan. He was going to be the Democratic nomination. And they got one picture of him coming out of a hotel room Obviously, he was in there with a lady that was not his wife, mm. and that just destroyed his career. They, they, they. You, I don't know if you remember how hardcore it was on Clinton. Did he inhale marijuana in the nineteen sixties? Did he <laughs> smoke marijuana? He admitted to smoking marijuana, but he did not inhale, and that was just a big old thing, you know. When I and I'm, of course, I'm against all that stuff, but. Now it's an illegal. It's it's a legal thing in states, still not the federal level, but about what forty states, something like that, quite a few. Uh, but those little things like that derailed. Remember, they come out with uh, when when uh, when 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 Al Gore and and George Bush number two were running in the year two thousand. When that big old, we need to do an episode on that too, because remember how 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 big that was the old Chad, the hanging Chad election. Uh, that was down there in the Broward County, Florida, uh, when when Bush's uh, brother was the governor of Florida. Jeb. Yeah, that's right. And and but anyway, uh, there at the at the last hour, they came out that uh, Bush number two had had a DWI right out of college. Mm. You know, and they throw that out thirty years later, thinking that's going to an affect an election. Now, of course, Bush ended, ended up getting elected, but it was a huge thing, and it was a big deal that they threw out there. All this stuff stacked up on Trump does not seem to be swaying the public opinion at all. Um, it's it's crazy, and 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 the number one person who has spoke out against Trump is former Vice President Mike Pence. The Amer- and this is this is his quote: "The American people deserve to know that President Trump asked me to put him over the oath of the Constitution." Anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be the president of the United States. Now, what he's what he's referring to is, you know, certifying the election. Right. And Trump asked him to do that, you know, but Pence, your vice president. He asked him to delay. That's right. Right. Uh, so um, that's to me, that's that's big stuff. Yeah. His I- his his uh, second attorney general, Bill Barr. Someone who engaged in the kind of bullying about a process that is fundamental to our system and to our self-government shouldn't be anywhere near the Oval Office. Trump's first Secretary of Defense, James Mathis. James Mathis, excuse me. Donald Trump is the first president in my lifetime who who does not try to unite American people, does not even pretend to try. Instead, he tries to divide us. Okay. Now... There are more people voting today than ever before. I mean, there was a lot of people in this Trump uh, uh, Biden election here. What seventy million plus on both sides? Yeah. Uh, the 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 loser in that deal, or we'll just say the person that when the votes were counted got the less votes. Uh, <laughs> Trump still had over seventy million. 
And here we are, Secretary of Defense. So when you're sitting here talking, just like I went back over here and I was talking about his former retired chief of staff, this guy's a Marine. He has fought. He has been in the trenches. And he is a general. John Kelly coming out in a negative aspect of that. And then Pence and Barr and Mathis. And his second defense, uh, Secretary of Defense, uh, Mark Esper, I think he's unfit for office. He puts himself before the country. His actions are all about him and not about the country. And then, of course, I believe he has integrity and character issues as well. Now, Jason, this is not CNN. This is not Fox. This is not ABC, NBC, CBS, all the, all the affiliates. And as we've talked about on this show, the affiliates – uh, the, the networks seem to take sides in this uh, public arena, in this, in this political arena, like they never have before. These are people who work right beside this guy coming out and making statements, but the guy can still put 70, 70 plus million people at the polls to elect him. So that continues to bring up my question of, of confusion. How does this person, still stay at the top of everybody's list with all this stuff coming out over and over and over and over on a regular basis. And let me continue. And I would love to hear what your comments are here momentarily. And I believe this is going to be an email, um, an, an, an email episode of quite of quite, quite a bit of feedback from the, <laughs> from the, from the listening and viewing audience. His chairman of joint chief of staff, retired general. Remember, Trump has taken a lot of heat about not saying he understands the military or respects the military. He's put a lot of military in his cabinet over, over his four times of uh, his four years of being in the office. But retired, retired General uh, Mark Milley seemed to invoke Trump. We don't take an oath to a wannabe dictator. We take an oath to the Constitution, and we take an oath to the idea that is America. And we are willing to die and protect. They're saying he will not. The first Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson. Understanding of global events, his understanding of global history, his understanding of U.S. history was really limited. It's really hard to have a conversation with someone who doesn't even understand the concept for why we're talking about this. Interesting. His first ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley. He used to be good at foreign policy, and now he has started to walk it back and get weak in the knees when it comes to Ukraine. A terrible thing happened on January the 6th, and he called it a beautiful day. All right, that, that, that'll hit some people hard right there. That's for sure. His presidential transition vice chairman, Chris Christie, very good friend of his. I was at one time someone who I, who I would argue now is just out for himself quotes his second national secretary advisor, HR McMaster. We saw the absence of leadership, really anti-leadership and what that can do to our country. His third national security advisor, John Bolton, I believe foreign leaders and he is a laughing fool. Hmm. 
His second chief of staff, John Kelly, a person that has nothing but contempt for our democratic institutions, our constitution and the rule of law. There is nothing more than can be said. God help us. This is the 12th. This is this will, this will go over the first half. His former acting chief of staff, Mick, is it Mulvaney, mm-hmm. who resigned as a U.S. special envy to Ireland after January 6, 2021. I quit because I think he failed at being president when we needed him to be just that. Those are the first half of these. Now, this, this list goes on and on and on, Jason. Um, and you can go and look at this article and get even more in depth of what each one of these are actually saying. These are just the headers of, of, the, of this particular article that's going on. But, you know, back to my question. question. And just like here with uh, one of his former communications directors, I mean, this is a guy that sat there and helped him do communications. And I believe it's uh, Anthony Scarmucky. I I know I butchered that name, but he is a domestic terrorist of the 21st century. That was his comment. These are guys that he's picked to be his dudes and and dudettes, ladies. I'd want to see the context of all these details. Well, um, what, what, why does he say that? What is his reasoning for that? Well, and, and they put the headers up here in the, in this particular article that I'm, that I was, that we're referring to today. Mm-hmm. And you can go and you can click on the content and see more in depth. Mm-hmm. And like I say, let's just repeat this one more time. Cause you do bring up a, a good point here. This is CNN politics. So, you know, you'll be able to go to their website and find this. Uh, the 24 former Trump allies and aides who turned against him, and this is by Zachary B. Wolf of CNN, was actually published at 4.30 in the afternoon Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, October the 3rd of 2023. And there is a picture of Trump who is leaving the Oval Office as he walks over uh, to Marine One on the South Lawn of the White House on October the 1st of 2020. So there's you exactly where you can go and get really in depth of a whole lot more of what we can do here in, in a, in a 20 minute span that I think we're already over anyway, but nevertheless, um, the list goes on and on with, with people who have served with him and this one right here, this, the, the first secretary of the Navy, Richard Spencer, the president has very little understanding of what it means to be in the military to fight ethically or to be governed by a uniform set of rules and practices. Now, I don't know if he doesn't understand what it means to be in the military. Like I just pointed out a while ago, he has a lot of people in his cabinets and a lot of people that are that are part of his uh, staffs that have a lot of military uh, expertise in in their in their resume. He doesn't have to be experienced in it. No, that's right. He needs to be able to hire somebody who is experienced with it and to give him good advice. Yes. That's what a good businessman does. He, he surrounds himself with good people, experienced people. Well, and that's right. And, and you do surround yourself with a lot of good people. We've talked about that. Great leaders, great managers. Uh, they surround themselves with people that know as much, if not more. And you, you're, we're not, you're not an expert of everything. So you go find an expert mm-hmm. just like with this show. You're the expert when it comes to all this audio video. As I've said before, when I get through talking, I leave, and then you get to go to work, uh, and 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 that's um, that th- that that's right. And he's put these people around us now. Why have all these people turned on him? Okay, 
Is it because I'm telling you that this is how you need to set the car up? And then you don't like how I say that. So you don't do what I say, even though I'm the expert on knowing how to set this car up. So right. we have our differences. You don't like it. And you go on down the road. The best, the best color for this room is white. It's been, it's, it's, it's a factual uh, backed up by information that the best color for this room is white, but you want red. So you fire your expert because you wanted red, not white. Mm-hmm. Is it those kind of things? Yeah. Whether it is or it didn't. Hey, here's, here's one of his former personal lawyers and fixer. His quote is, Donald's an idiot. Um, his White House lawyer, Ty Cobb. I wonder if he's kin to the legendary Ty Cobb. <laughs> Baseball Hall of Famer. Trump relentlessly puts forth claims that are not true. Such as? I'm sure you can click on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be. Yes. Now, I want I want to end with this one, and then we're going to go back to the question number 24 on here. His final chief of staff's aide, Cassidy Hutchins, Hutchinson. Excuse me. I think that Donald Trump is the most grave threat we will face in our democracy in our lifetime, and potentially in American history. Mm-hmm. Going all the way back to 1776. Okay. My point in, in bringing up this topic today, because it did catch me as, okay, you would go over here and, and, and look at all this, all these facts, all this trash, uh, all this made up stuff, all this perfectly said stuff, whatever, however you look at it, all these people. And like I say, uh, these are not paid actors. These are, these are not people who work for the networks. And, and have an opinion. These are people who have worked for him and seen whatever it is they've seen. And the reason, once again, that I found this is an interesting topic is because all of these things of all these people that he's handpicked to be right beside him and his right hand man or woman, if you will, have turned on him. And he continues to be what I believe, in my opinion, is the most popular candidate to become the next president of the United States. And why is that, Jason? Well, at, at, you know, I'm looking right now, 61% for Donald Trump. The next closest in the Rep- Republican Party is Ron DeSantis. So okay. um, why? Well, I mean, a lot of people look at him as being politically persecuted. Um, you know, it, A lot of people still say he is the man of the people, if you will. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. And... He calls out people. See, people like people who call out people. They just don't want to be the person calling them out. Yeah. Because when there's backlash, like what happened January the 6th, what, what happens when they uh, come in and invade your house, what happens when there's negative, that's when people go and run and jump under the, un, under the, under the closet, yeah. in the closet or under, under the uh, couch. And, and he has said and done a lot of things that I don't agree with. Uh, as as I'm sure with a lot of people, with with a lot of these 70 plus million people that voted for him in the last election, and I was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and like I've said, um, I agree with a lot of things. He's his 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 platform and his his approach are not something that makes everybody happy. What he's yeah. trying to get done is pretty much on track. Uh, uh, it's it's just uh, sometimes. Right now, 
his reputation with the other half is so tarnished, will they ever follow him? And my answer would be no. But I believe he still has enough people that will follow him all the way to the polls. And I think I think with every indictment, his uh, lead has grown. <laughs> and that's probably right. But I, I mean, right now, sitting here a year away, uh, the, the second Tuesday in November of 2024, I expect for him to get elected as president of the United States. Don't know if that's the right thing. Don't know if that's what's best for this country. But the American people um, continue to speak with their uh, these polls. Yeah. You know, are, are the polls really good quality polls? I, at, at one time in my life, I told you yes. Today, I don't know. Do they call the first three people and they say, uh, Biden, Biden, Biden? Yeah, 100% of the people want Biden to be reelected. Who, who knows? Uh, sometimes they put the numbers on there. Sometimes they don't. Well, and, and it also depends on who is running the poll, for one. We are going to, we're going to leave our show today with this, and this is what I was, I was thinking about. You know, Trump's big on fake news. You know, mm-hmm. one, of, one, of his, one of his slogans over the last half a dozen years is fake news. If it sounds like something that he likes, it's never fake news. If he doesn't like what they're saying, it's fake news. Now, every once in a while, people can say positive things about you that are not true. Mm-hmm. We let that go. When they say negative things about me, when part of it could be true, we, re- we, we, we rebuttal that stuff. Um, Everybody has their opinion. Everybody's going to get to express their opinion at a, at a poll here in the next in the next year. But back to the point at hand, as we as we wrap up, money, motivation, and Mike on this episode is a whole lot of people have turned on him that are his people, and his popularity, as you pointed out, continues to rise, if not on a daily basis, for sure on a weekly basis. And he's not going away. And I, I, I think Donald Trump's going to be a part of American politics till the day he dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really do. He is definitely uh, H-bent on being right in the middle of it, good, bad, or in between. Don't really care what you think or what you don't think. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, Money Motivation Mike continues to bring you this kind of uh, information because we feel that the content is extremely important to the listening and viewing audience. Uh, once again, we, you can always find us info at, info at mx3.vip and you can find all of our content at mx3.vip and on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at mx3podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the icon bell so you get notified of all of our content, which comes out basically every Monday morning at 9 o'clock. We will continue on this stuff. We'll look for some things, Jason, <clears throat> on the other side of this, which is Biden. So let's let's do that. I'm, I'm looking forward to another reaction video. Uh, looking forward to some of these other topics that we have talked about. Things come up, and we try to stay current with the events. So that's why we threw in what we did today. But for Money, Motivation, and Mike, until next time, continue to live your life the right way. <laughs>